probably did hate Mayo and we thought it was hate at the time because these guys are trying to take away our dreams. The Football Pod live Thursday, June 2nd in Castle Bar. Check out otbsports.com forward slash events and get your tickets now. Right, who the hell do we think you are on a Friday night off the ball talking about the Leinster Hurling Championship? We've gone full cray cray because it's actually the game of the weekend in some aspects. Kilkenny against Dublin, I'm delighted to say. Ron O'Dwyer is with us to help preview the game, but not really so much preview the game as look back, Ryan, at a time when you guys broke what looks like, I'm, I'm trying to do the maths on the hoof, uh, 2013 all the way back to 1942. One of the longest famines in hurling, uh, Dublin win over Kilkenny in the championship. Um, yeah, and like we, yeah, we won uh, eventually. It, it went to a replay, but uh, we got over the line eventually. And it was gas after the after the draw the first day. Everyone was saying our chance is gone. You don't get two chances against Kilkenny, but thankfully we pulled it off. But in one way it feels like yesterday, in another way it feels like a million years ago. It's, it's mad the way it goes. Uh, in a way, it kind of established Dublin properly. That that group, sorry, because obviously there was a, a league win before that, but established Dublin as a proper tier one team. And I mean, they should always have been, but for whatever reason, they weren't. Uh, that's why these matches that you guys were a part of over that period of time where you went out to Wickle Kenny and beat Wexford and uh, and put it up to Galway at various stages as well. Uh, that was actually a really important moment in the history of Dublin hurling. It, it was in so many ways. I suppose we we just started getting successful in 2011, um, just before the footballers, and there was a bit of a buzz around. Then when the footballers won dollar and kind of took away from it, but only to a small extent. Like it was still a lot of hurling people. But yeah, I suppose 11 and 13 really define um, Dublin hurling over the last what 30, 40 years. Um, it's just the that period uh, really defines it and I was lucky to be part of it some great great players that have come from it some of them are still there um, part of the, the present panel but um, it would be ju- it would do so much for, for hurling in the capital if they could just I'm not saying they have to win any All-Ireland but just to get them competitive to, to win a Leinster title or a league title and maybe get to an All-Ireland semi-final I think that would that would be br- that would be huge um, to start with take us back to 2013 before we, we talk about the team this weekend and the impact that it might have the, the wider impact the, the headline on the uh, report is that you've blown the championship wide open at that stage because I mean let's face it that was an absolutely amazing and stacked Kilkenny team that you guys were up against yeah it was and like they had won so much they were all they were all big strong physical men and all well able to hurl and they, they were so they were so experienced in everything they, they did, the way they carried themselves, the way they behaved, um, even away from the pitch. Um, everything they did was just so professional. Um, in an amateur world, it was professional. Um, but yeah, I suppose that, that summer, it, 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 and not just the Dublin, it was it, the whole championship was blown out um, because you, you, you looked at the, the previous All-Ireland winners, or the contesting All-Irelands right in two, between 2011 and 2012 you had Tip Galway and Kilkenny and a couple of weeks after we bet uh, Kilkenny in the Leinster Championship well the three of those teams were out um, so it, it, yeah it really did blow it up not beating Kilkenny but later on in that year it was, it was certainly blown out of the water I know you could say your traditional county of Cork were there in the semi-final and then and ultimately got to the final but they had been down for a few years they, they hadn't won since uh, 
2006 so it was or five five or six but it, it was it was massive just to get the the changes um and from a neutral point of view looking in and not being the same teams again and again and again what was the difference between the first week and the second week how did you manage to not blow your chance basically because that's the received wisdom especially against a team like Kilkenny well do you know what I, I go actually back further um, the first day um, against Wexford down in Wexford Park we should have been bet that day we were we were bet with a few minutes to go and Eamon Dillon scored a scored a, a goal to bring us back into bring it bring it into a replay um, only for that no one will be talking about 2013 um, if we got bet in that game I don't know would Daly been there in 2014 um, so it we just built momentum like it, it, the, the team that we had out not, I'm not saying personnel but just the way we played the first day against Wexford if we had played against Kilkenny like that if we got Kilkenny the, the, the very first day for the championship we would have been bet but it was uh, we, we bet Wexford or sorry we, we drew Wexford bet them in the replay got a bit of momentum for that came up against Kilkenny drew with Kilkenny it was just week after week and we were, we were getting like a lot of people talk about the, the championship the way it's structured and, and a lot of people are giving out now that it's week after week and it's too intense but if it's managed correctly and does not overload with the players a trend and things like that it is manageable and if you're lucky to a certain extent as well with, with injuries but we with the with five games in five weeks between the two Wexford games two Kilkenny games and then the, the Galway game and then the final and we certainly we gathered momentum along the, along that time uh, and with those games and different people stood up each game um, like the the Wexford game I remember it was Mikey Carton led, won a ball broke out and let it into Eamon Dillon uh, trolley for the last, the last goal the, 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 to, to get to the replay and then the following day after that the, the Wexford game Dotsie and Paul Ryan had crackers um, the, the first day against Kilkenny um, Danny Sutcliffe and uh, Connell Keeney played very good um, then I'll have to say Dotsie again because he just loves himself but uh, <laughs> himself and, and Niall Corcoran um, Stephen Heine like I, I, I think the, the, the second day against Kilkenny I don't think anyone played bad um, like I, I wasn't happy with how I played but we won so I couldn't care how I played um, but a lot of people stood up that day and said we're, we're not here to just make up the numbers and then the, the Galway game from the very start everything just went right for us the bounce you know you get days like that where the bounce of the ball goes your way and it certainly did that day for us I, I just looked up the score in the final 225 to 213 it's an annihilation of Galway yeah and it's a scoreline that you'd see now um, like the, the scorelines you see now especially with Limerick and the the, the teams playing at Watford as well like it, they, they scored 228 or 231 or th- things like that um, but yeah it was like I said already it was just one of those days where just every single bounce of the ball went our way and nothing nothing went wrong when you're in the middle of that season or kind of in the build up to the Leinster final do you feel like Dublin have arrived and this is never going to change and you're always going to be one of those teams who are capable of competing for a Leinster title and you know if you can win a Leinster title with that Kilkenny team in the draw then you're actually all Ireland contenders de facto or did it feel like this was something unique and individual and the season had taken on its own life Right, well, look, there's a few questions you've asked there. I suppose 
that year specifically, we had learned a lot of a lot of issues, a lot, a lot of issues, a lot of um, lessons from 2012. Like after 2011, winning the league, getting to an All Ireland semi final, and you know holding our own in the semi final. We thought, oh, it, it's going to happen, and then we went down in 2012, and we were atrocious. We didn't win any game. So I think we learned an awful lot of lessons in 2013, and Dale was the man to, to guide us in the right direction. Um, but then. Yeah, like I suppose we we remained grounded in 2013 um, throughout the year, and I suppose with the the games week after week after week, we didn't have time to get carried away. We didn't have time to, to lose our head and and think about it really. Um, but I, I certainly think Delo and and the rest of the management team they they managed as well, and they kept our feet on the ground. To say yeah, look next day is the one that matters you're only as good as your next game but I suppose to answer the next question that, that you, you, you put as well did we think it was going to happen year after year um, we knew that nothing lasts forever um, we were very disappointed in 2014 we, we had a poor year um, by our standards but maybe we thought it might have gone on longer it didn't but we certainly didn't think oh we're going to be contesting finals every year because you need no this is just personally you need that that conveyor belt of one or two lads coming through every year um, to I suppose to freshen things up um, and to challenge and, and to, to take lads out of our comfort zone lads that may be established on the team to take them out of our comfort zone and say well that's not your spot is it it's going to be mine soon you know um, you did have quite a wait then before the All-Ireland semi-final and you end up coming up against the Cork team who go on to lose the final against Clare what happened to you in the semi-final that you weren't able to reproduce the form from the the previous two games against Kilkenny in the Leinster final well I I, geez, I won't come up with issues that we didn't perform I, I thought we played very well in the the Cork game Um I don't think there's anyone that's had a bad game. Um, no, I might say the ref had a bad game, but that's just me personally. Um, but yeah, look, I, I don't think that I don't come like I suppose the days after the Cork game, um, there was a lot of people saying to me this is the best game they've ever seen. Right. So game of the year, game of the year, whatever. So I, I think we played very well. We definitely played good enough to to win that game. And I think if we did win that game, I, I'm not saying we would have won the final. But I think the pressure would have been off us because we wouldn't have been the traditional team. All the pressure would have been on Clare and the fact that Davy and Dalo were the two managers. It would have been it would have, all the attention would have been on them and their relationship and and how they managed the team. So I, I think pressure wouldn't have been on us at all, and I don't think the media attention would have been on us. Um, so yeah, but look, the, we, we, these are things we'll never know. Is there? It doesn't sound like there's huge regrets, apart from a, a little bit of a, a hangover with the referee. But other than that, it doesn't sound like there's massive regrets from losing that semi-final in a way that, like, so many teams have regrets because something horrific happens, somebody doesn't play well, there's a red card, there's a, a penalty miss or a square ball. Uh, not that we're well, I, about I, that. I think, I think as a, as a t- from a team perspective, I don't think we have any regrets. The only regret is not winning. Um, sure. But I don't think we have any regrets in, in the performance. There's no finger um, pointing after it. No, no, and there wasn't. Uh, not from the players, I mean, from the public, there might have been a little bit. But um, no, I, I, I think we, we handled it well. I, I thought we, we played as good as we could have played that day. We could have won it if things were different. Um, from a team point of view, from a personal point of view, yeah, I, I, I've said it before. Um, I don't think a, a day goes by where 
I don't think about that game and about that one incident or, or if I don't think about it I'm probably reminded about it um, it's usually if I meet someone for the first time um, I'm introduced to them as oh this is Ryan he got sent off in all in semi-finals like ah oh, thanks prick <laughs> um, so yeah but look it, it is what it is you move on you get on with it does I think I think we we've seen over time um, that there's yeah there's sports and sports is a massive part of your life but there's a lot more important things than that. I, I'm lucky I have a, a wife and kids and um, and you see the people around you that are, are are they might not be connected to you but you hear stories like um, Henry Sheffield and his brother that it puts everything into perspective and um, that yeah you appreciate it while you're there but there, there is a life to live as well yeah of course like ultimately time passes and whatever hurt people feel from sports events we should get over that like you know because ultimately this is sport and it's supposed to be enjoyable and entertaining and it's one county's best against another county's best but it's not the life defining thing that uh, sometimes we turn it into no, at times it can be a life-defining thing or what, what people remember you about, but I suppose that's that's like the New England Patriots to say that the outside noise, let that be, just let it go over your head. And, and I certainly do. Uh, some people define me as getting sent off in the other semi fine, but uh, I don't. I Look, Horton has been a big part of my life, a very important part of my life. I'm, I'm doing a lot of coaching and managing now and it will always be a, a massive part of my life but I have a family and in, in as far as I'm concerned that's the most important thing in my life. Coming back out again, in retrospect, was was Dalo the driving force behind the team coming together and coalescing and believing in themselves and when he went, is that why it's taken so long for them to get back to this point where realistically no one's really given them a chance this weekend which is kind of bananas considering how uh, screwed up the league and championship performance have been so um, to start with the Dalo bit before we get to this weekend yeah look Dalo is is special in so many ways um, he makes you think you're invincible if you never and I've said this before if you were never to do a training session but go play in Northern and final you would believe you could win it but I think the people he had around him as well Richie Stakeham Kieran Hederton um, and Declan Coyle, um, he was our, our sports psychologist. And um, I suppose in 2013, uh, Tony Griffin was there as well. Um, it was just a, it was a great mix together that we had together that just that, that was all put in the pot and mixed around. And this is what we came out with that they all bounced off each other. Um, and I suppose it was a mixture of getting us at the right time, getting us in the right mind frame. Um, like I said earlier, that, that the game against Wexford, the first game against Wexford, it could have been all over. Um, so, look, it is what it is. But, yeah, look, Dalo, he, he's a, an unbelievable character. He he is special. And I think he was the glue that uh, that brought everything together. Um, as regards after that, when Dalo finished and Jared came in, I, I think there was a... Jared did a lot of hard work because I think there was a there was a transition period like you see uh, Tip going through that now um, and previous teams before that there there is a transition period it's it's very rare no it, it is it is achievable but it's very rare there's a seamless transition even you could say to Kenya are going through that change uh, for the last couple of years and at the moment I know they, they've won Leinster but they're still going through the change from what they were uh, five six years ago and um, yeah, I, I, I think Jer, Jer 
handled that transition um, and I think it's it, it was a natural uh, it was natural that we wouldn't been reaching the same heights but unfortunately it's taken a couple of years to get back to where we want to be the league campaign was going excellently up until Kilkenny arrived in Parnell Park and then Dublin gave one of the you, you can't be shocked by league performance but it was, it was genuinely shocking how flat they were considering the week before they'd gone to Semple and beaten Tip and it was like yeah you know, yeah. My, my, like, I, I have a few things about the, the league and, and the Walsh Cup before that like the Walsh Cup my biggest worry about the Walsh Cup is like what I would use the, the pre-season competition for like the Walsh Cup I would use it as seeing players that you hadn't seen before um, and giving them a chance and mixing them in with the more established players. Dublin didn't do that. They had nearly more or less their starting team for all the, the Walsh Cup, about one or two, more or less their starting team. And that was my biggest worry. Then when it came into the league, they, they hit the ground running um, and got off to a brilliant start. I think it was three out of three and then came up against Kilkenny. And I went to that game. I actually missed, missed the first five minutes because next man then 50 on the way over. But... Uh, but I got in there and I, I suppose five minutes after that I was I was devastated because I, I I I suppose hoping and believing that Dublin can can push on from this. Um and especially when I saw the, the Kenny team that was named, it wasn't it didn't strike fear into me. So I said, yeah, they could turn these over, especially when Kilkenny have to come to Parnell Park. Maybe you, you might so see the doubt in their mind now. And then when they come for championship, yeah, it'll be all guns blazing. But at least you have that that mental thing over them that or it will, we won here already. Um, but just the performance that night. And I know I, I can be critical of, of Dublin at times, but it's not coming through a, a, from a bad place. It's coming from a place that I, I know that the players that they have and I know what they can be capable of and, and you saw the early rounds of the league what, what Dublin can be capable of and in the games this year against uh, against Wexford and, and all the games they played but just that day against Kilkenny it just I was I was devastated leaving the place I, I just wanted to hang my head by half time um, and leave and I, I was just I was in bad form. Um, my poor wife having to come with me and having to listen to me the whole way home in the car wasn't <laughs> easy for her either. But um, I, I do believe they can bounce back. I do believe there is a there's a performance in them this weekend. Um, like the, the team they had out the last day. Look, I suppose you can look at this from a few different point of views. Um, Donald Burke is the main threatening forwards, without a doubt, from freeze and from play give him a, a yard of space and he has a point scored if he can be nullified you're kind of wondering where can other scores come from I know uh, Fergal Wiley will score two two maybe three points Rima Bright had a very good day the last day Ron Hayes can blow off so hot and cold like he he could, he could go out and score two four but then mightn't get a touch of the ball um, but we to beat Kilkenny whether it's in Nolan Park Parnell Park or Crow Park you need everyone um, playing to their, their max um, can Dublin do that yeah I've no doubt they can do it um, and I would I, I, I truly believe they can win I'm not just saying that for, for airtime or anything like that but everyone is going to have to to put their shoulders to it and, and fight and that's something we didn't see in the league game against Kilkenny in Parallel Park 
they played the game and they they go they went through the motions, but there was no fight, no raw aggression. I don't even know a better way of saying that, but like, but there the was you would you would, say, I, you would say you've seen it in the, in the Leinster Championship, though, right? Like in the Wexford game, I have, yeah, yeah. Look again against Wexford, I saw it against Leash. Leash, I saw it. I I don't think they did a good day against Leash, but they still they they still came through with a win against Wexford. They they were ahead the whole game. I know Wexford came back and and could have paved them, but they held on. Um, so th- there has been there has been that dog of performance but in the Leinster Championship they haven't been behind by two or three points yet and hopefully they're not but they haven't been behind by two or three points and I'd love to see how they react if they go behind by two or three points or if Kilkenny score a goal from, from the throw in the ball goes up the field they score a goal how do Dublin react and that's when you need the warrior that's when you need the, the that that real just that grit between your teeth with raw aggression and passion. And I don't mean aggression as in hitting someone off the ball, but just that 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 aggression that when the ball is on the ground and there's three or four lads around it, well, I'm coming out with that. No matter who's in there, I'm coming out with that. That's the aggression that I didn't see in Parnell Park in the league game, but I hope to see uh, this weekend. Okay, you think they can win? I need a prediction. Will they win? <laughs> um, I think they can win, um, but like I said, I think everything needs to go their way. Uh, you look at the Kilkenny team. Um, from what from what I can gather, from what the stories I've been hearing, I hear, I hear Hugh Lawler's out with a broken hand. Um, you might shed light on that. Uh, he's going to be a massive loss. Um, he kept. Ron Hayes very quiet. I think if there's someone else in there, depending on who it is, Ronan could be could be given that that room to to expose the Kilkenny backline. But I, I I think look, you know what Kilkenny are going to bring. Kilkenny are going to bring aggression. No matter they, they could be going out and having a game of cards, and they'll bring aggression to it. It's just the it's in their breeding, it's their culture, it's it's what they do, it's what they're known for. Um, I do think. Dublin can win it but I do and I hate saying this I do think um, Kilkenny will will pip them Okay uh, that's fair enough uh, in the other important games this weekend uh, we've kind of reached a, a weird point where uh, it looks like both Cork and Tip are going to go out at the round robin stages of the, Yeah well of look Tip, Tip have one game left and and they've no points so the most they can get is two points next week against Cork Cork still have a chance of gathering four points for the next two games so they, they do have an outside chance like Watford have two points um, and they have a few games left so anything can happen Watford have to go to Ennis so like yeah now. look anything can happen but I, I do I do, and I hate saying it but I do I do see Cork and Tip gone, um, and not gone, but uh, like it's terrible to say. But yeah, I I don't think they're going to get through to the the All Ireland series. Um, I heard people talking about a moral victory for Tip at the weekend, and I did think things have changed a lot. Where we're talking about moral victories for a Tipperary team. That is festooned with all Ireland winners, and that has underage success coming slowly through. So, 
is it just a period of transition and a horrific injury list and that's a weird thing that happened this year as opposed to being anything more terminal than that yeah look I, I, I think I, uh, I think Colin Bonner has, has a tough job ahead of him um, and the reason it's going to be tough is not the transition I think it's the, the tip public I really really hope the tip public give him time because Colin is a great man he's a club mate of mine um, and I'd be friendly with him and I'm not just saying this because I'm friendly with him but I, I do think he could be the man to to bring Tip back to the top table. I'm not saying he'll win all Ireland with them, but he will he will get them competing again. Um, but I just think the, the the Tip public can put him under pressure. I do think last week, and I hate saying it about Tip last week. Yeah, it was a moral uh, a moral victory, um, and it just showed that look, you th- there will be a, a transition of giving the new lads and new lads I mean the younger lads giving them time yeah if they, if they do get a, a beaten in one or two games that's grand but they're getting up to the pace of inter-county level like you can have a brilliant county under, under 20 player and the, the game is fast and skillful but then as soon as you go up to senior it's fast skillful but you're also adding the physicality to it and the dark arts of uh, someone that's hurling for 10 years senior in the county that yeah they might be slower than you but they know when to make the run they know how to to get in front of you and they know how to stop you so I, I, I think give them give them a bit of time I'm not saying Tip will win in all Ireland but they, they Colin Bonner certainly will bring them back up to the top table Alright so uh, final one is then you think that Waterford are going to win this weekend and not Cork out straight away or Cork might limp on to next weekend it might not be enough anyway The fact that it's in Walsh Park in Waterford, I do think Waterford are going to win. Um, I think I do think I do think I Cork could win, but right now I fancy Waterford. Um, I know I've been very indecisive in my result um, in my uh, predictions today, but I do think Waterford will win. I think they'll have enough um, for Cork and could win it pulling away. All right, it'll be good either way. Ryan, good stuff. Thanks a million for joining us. Cheers. No problem. Thanks a million.